The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about Let's get to psychosis, psychosis, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co host, none other than Mo Casta himself, Mo to the underscore Reese. Shout out to Anwar Starwin. What's going on, Mo? Hey, what's up, y'all? Um, just seeing, just you know, Dawn takes bribes. So, just to let y'all, just to let y'all know, it be your own people. So, I mean, scandals ever hit, you know, I'll be the first one to talk. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm joined, we're joined by our returning Rawcast correspondent, Mr. Samuel Kalunga. What's going on, Sam? Hey, you know what? You know what uh, Principal Ava said in Apple Elementary? We only take bribes if it's for money. That's right. So we're here on this edition of the Rawcast to get you guys prepared for Extreme Rules. That's going to take place this Saturday, not Sunday, but Saturday night. Uh, so use the hashtag extreme cast with the, you know, X, not the E. Uh, so use that to in Twitter spaces and share commentary with color and live tweets as well. So starting off, we're going to play a little who you got. So All right. I've got Sam, myself, Mo, and we'll have Jade to the max as well. So we're going to have a full house and, uh, we may have to have a tiebreaker, so I'm going to have to think of something here really quick. But we're starting off with the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium in a six-man tag team good old-fashioned Donnie Rook match. I did not make any of that up. That is exactly how it is in the format. Uh, so, move to the underscore Reese. Who you got? Um, brawling brutes. All right, I figured you would say that, Sam. Who you got? It all depends on how the uh, title match goes on Friday. But just off of just the way things have been going, I'm gonna have to go brawling brutes. All right, because I like to win, I'm gonna go Imperium, and we'll get Miss Jade to the maxes. Uh, answers will send in the sheet and she can fill out her ballot. Next up, we got Edge versus Finn Balor in an I quit match. Sam, who you got? Mm, let me go with the Edge. All right. Mo to the underscore Reese. Edge versus Finn in the I quit match. Um, I'm going to go with Finn. Oh, okay. 
I'm gonna go with Edge. Yeah, just like Sam, just stuff like that. Uh, it's time for Edge to get some revenge on the Judgment Day. Bathroom break match. Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a strap match. Well, tell me what you about to be doing during 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 this match, then, sir. <laughs> Refreshing your Hennessy and Coke. Right. I'm gonna be taking a nap. <laughs> Making a sandwich. So who you got, Mo? Oh, um, Scarlet's husband. Okay. Mr. Bordeaux. Okay. That's the, 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 the 2022 Mark Merrill. Mark Merrill, yeah. <laughs> Sam, who you got? Uh, I gotta go with Cross. Drew, Drew, Drew just doesn't have the momentum right now. Like he, he's not really going towards anything. So they can, they have to give the heat to, to Cross. Well, I'm gonna go with Drew. I think. <clears throat> I still don't think Cross is it. Quite yet. Don't think that he. They've done enough to make people care. But people do care about Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. In the fight pit with special guest referee Daniel Cormier. So, Mo, who you got? Uh, Mr. Becky Lynch. All right, Sam. Uh, gotta go with uh, gotta go with Riddle. He's been beaten down too many times. For you know, for he's gonna come out looking foolish if he can't win this one. Um, these are two guys. <clears throat> who've been beaten down a lot in their big matches, but I'm going to go with Seth because I think they're trying to build something uh, coming into the winter time for Seth to get steered towards the, the titles. Bianca Belair defending the Raw Women's Championship in a ladder match against Bailey. Sam, who you got? Uh... Well, this is a tough one because Bailey has all the momentum right now, but I don't think they're ready to, to take the title off of Bianca, so I'm gonna have to go Binky. All right, Mo, what you got? Even though Dawn thinks it's it's um time for Binky to give it up, I'm going with um Binky to retain. Okay, I was just posing a question, sir. <laughs> wasn't necessarily what I thought but I agree no, that's what you thought. <laughs> I agree with the both of you guys I think that Binky is going to retain and then uh, based on this lineup that I have what will be the main event Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey Extreme Rules match for the Smackdown Women's Championship Mo who you got Remember, you said the who, the what? Liv Morgan versus <laughs> Ronda Rousey. Well, yeah, there's, there's that's, that, that's the last match. As of this. Shit. Yeah, as of this card that I have. Oh, if you know Liv Roman retaining. ain't showing up. Of course you know Roman not showing up. <laughs> he only shows up for the big four. They didn't, um, they didn't. They have Imperium wrestling the Brawling Brutes, so there's your Intercontinental Champion in that match. They never did anything for Bobby, so this is oh, they made him look. They made him look like ass on Raw. <laughs> I'm still mad about that. Oh, we'll talk about that in a minute. 
Sam, who you got? The mostly who he got? Yeah, he said he had Liv. Uh, I think Liv's time is over. I think Ronda's going to take this. Going back to Ronda, huh? Unfortunately, because I like Liv, I just don't. I just don't see her as champion. It's just like it's just weird. She's, mm. But you know, but um, yeah, I, I think it's time. Even though she didn't, well, she beat her twice. So yeah, I think it's time. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Liv as well. Okay, tiebreaker. Because how many matches is that? One, two, three, four, five, six matches. Yeah, definitely a tiebreaker. Okay, tiebreaker. Here's the tiebreaker. Does Bray Wyatt? appear at this pay-per-view tiebreaker yes so the, well, the, yeah. so the, the rumblings I'm hearing is that it's going to be during the uh, uh, yeah during the Bianca and, and uh, Bailey match because of Alexa but it's just speculation I mean I don't know anything I'm just just a guy who reads stuff on the internet <laughs> Mo says yes. Sam, what do you say? I say also yes. Sam says yes. Well, if we all say yes, then damn, is that really a tiebreaker? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say yes as well, and we'll figure out what Miss J says. Oh, no, dog. You like, you like to win? Well, I've, I've, I've gone a couple of different ways here, but I mean, you know, I think eventually we may have a tie, so we'll see here. We'll figure something out. Uh, if we do, but yeah, that is your, uh, card for extreme rules. Um, I think Edge versus Finn has probably been built up the most and the best. Uh, I don't care about that strap match between Drew and Karen Cross. Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins, though, I think is a match that everybody's going to be looking most forward to with the fight pit just for the structure. That should be the main event. That should be the event, though. Because like it's gonna take them forever to take that thing down. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right. It it may, it may, it may. Um, I don't know how the match order will be laid out, but Brawling Brutes versus Imperium is gonna be a hell of a just fight. So that should be fun. That should be the opener right there. Guys. Yeah, but they, I mean Brawling Brutes and the and Imperium like the Butch and what's his face, they wrestle every week on SmackDown. It's like I'm not excited for this match at all. Well Walter's in it. Oh snap! <laughs> that, that's that's what that's what makes it different. Yeah, Walter and Sheamus are in it this time. Yeah, I'm getting tired of seeing them two together. Well, you about to go, you about to see it again. I know they're, Friday. They're yeah. On Friday. Well, they realize they got a good thing now. They just can't WWE it and give it to us too often. But right. You know, but see, that was a pay per view match. Not everybody got to see it; they just heard about it. But now they're about to put it on TV and hope, or regular TV, and hope that they can duplicate that or surpass it. They probably can't surpass it, but at least maybe try to duplicate it. Bigger audience, more eyes. You know. Uh, anything else that you guys are looking forward to in this matchup? Get um, hopefully Bailey can come through this unscathed. I mean, it's kind of rough to have like your second match back from tearing your ACL be a ladder match 
why is this a ladder match? That's what I, because extreme rules. Uh huh. Like they've, they 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 haven't even had a match yet, and all of a sudden it's it's a ladder match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did the Tony Khan. Oh yeah, is a tiny Alexa going to go through a table and smack her head on the back of the smack her head on the back of the barricade? Uh, that was scary, dude. That was super scary. I'm <laughs> glad she's okay. Right. All right. So now, Sam, I'm going to turn it over to you, sir, so you can tell us about right. everything that happened on the Go Home Edition of Monday Night Raw. Okay, so Raw, uh, emanating from somewhere. Uh, they were in St. Paul, Minnesota. All right. St. Paul, Minnesota. All right. So, Judgment Day come down for a boring 20-minute promo. Uh, Finn Balor is ready to be aged so badly that Edge will quit right then and there. Damian Priest promises to take out anyone who comes for them. Uh, Dominic grabs a mic and they automatically hit it with some Who's Your Daddy chants. You know, then Ray says, like, oh, it's not Ray or something. He's not, yeah, it's not Ray. Didn't he say something like that? Not my hefe. Yeah. I'm like, damn, okay. So it's so it is Eddie then, okay. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, I hate you, Dad. I mean, happy. That's what he's boss. It's boss, yeah. I guess it's just like it's just a term, I guess, of good endearment to like an elder or something, or in this case, his father. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, so uh, he hates Rey Mysterio and says he has a new family now, thanks to the Judgment Day. Uh, Ballard says he could. <laughs> and he's like, I could have taken you out last night. No, wait, I'm so mad. I messed up. I met last week. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was a good save. Um, he offers one more olive branch. Uh, AJ Styles interrupts, and uh, we're ready to go. Judgment Day versus AJ Styles with Rey Mysterio. Uh, let's see here. Rhea pulls Rey off the apron. Dominic gets in between them. Dominic dropping to his knees. Rhea hits Rey only to show it on a replay of what seems like a production gaff. Yeah, that was a bit weird. Are we coming up on the mark already? Yep. All right. Uh, all right. So uh, back in, and the coup de grace finishes off Styles. Post match, AJ blames Ray for not being there. AJ blames Ray? Yep. Or Dominic? Nope, nope. AJ got pissed because Ray wasn't there to make the save. He wasn't. Oh, there. okay. And shoves him down. Yeah. Ray Twice. leaves, and Judgment, Judgment Day comes in to beat Styles up. Dang. Uh, Bobby Lashley backstage, happy to be a champion for three months now, and he's ready for anyone to come after the title next week. So here comes old uh, Mustafa Ali. He uh, said, "All people, they, yeah, oh yeah." Says he wants a chance right now. Lashley blows him off, and so Ali spins him around and pokes to his chest. That's enough for the. Dude, this was still a non-title match, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Of course, with opportunity. Uh, Sammy Zayn and, J- and Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa in the back with Sammy telling stories about a couch being on fire. Yeah, did you did you pick up on that? That was kind of weird. That was like a weird story he was telling. Sounds like a Pat McAfee college story. You know he went to West Virginia. They <laughs> like couches on fire. <laughs> uh, Jay Uso comes in just serious and he says that they're here to tell everyone that Roman, Way- Roman Reigns will be here next week for the season premiere. Uh, they run into the street prophets who aren't that impressed. Uh, yeah, um... What's his name? Montez almost hit him with the D's nuts. <laughs> He's like, don't be disrespecting the tribal chief. 
<laughs> Let's see, Bobby Lashley versus Mustafa Ali. Um, I, hold on, Mo. Do you have any? Do you have any? Um, is this just oh, about his injury? Ankle, high ankle sprain for um for a man? I don't know, but he had, he was rocking that boot, so um, it could be an ankle sprain, but he's what he's walking around in the boot, so he won't be wrestling for some weeks. Yeah, that sucks. Okay, Bobby Lashley versus Mustafa Ali, non-title match. I, I, I don't. I mean, I like the guy, but I don't understand how they just keep trying to reboot this dude, and like it, nothing ever works. Like, hopefully, this. I don't know. They give him new gear. He has like the Illinois flag on his uh, on his tights. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I see him. Oh, they they need to just let him talk because he's a he's great little himself. Right. And, yeah, and let him do his own vignettes and stuff like he was doing before, and he'll be fine because his wrestling is top notch. But he just needs the time on television to get over. Right, right. You see, Ollie sent Hart sent head first into the post. That works so well. It Lashley does it again. Lashley sends him hard over the barricade. Adana gets Ali back in at nine. Lashley spears him. The hurt lot knocks Ali out to give Ashley the win. Yeah, he was really hesitant there because I think he because cause he likes the dude. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's like, Well, you know, I gotta do it to you. Uh so post match Lashley seems to be going to help Ali up, but Seth Rollins comes in for a stop. This is what I hated this. Like you you've been building this dude up for three months and all of a sudden you just made him look like like crap. Uh, so the Rollins comes in for a stop, another stop on the title leaves Lashley laying. Rollins throws in a stomp to Ali, yeah, because he was Ali was on the just like on the outside. He's like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Stomps him too. After the break, Rollins is still in the ring, and we see a clip of his brawl with Matt Riddle after the show went off the air last week. Uh, he's ready for Riddle on Saturday, and we see a little video of video of the fight pit cage with the platform around the top where the wrestlers can walk and fight. And with that out of the way, Rollins is ready to face Riddle right now. Did you see what he was wearing? Like, is he trying to audition for Maximum Male Models or something? <laughs> is he gonna take Eli Drake's? Is he gonna, no? Yeah, Seth Rollins. Is he gonna take Eli Drake's spot? Oh man, the uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah let's was, see. Uh, you know, Rollins is quite the outfit, right? Rollins is ready to face Riddle right now. They aren't allowed to fight tonight. Oh yeah, they can't touch each other. Mm-hmm. But Riddle is ready to kill him. Yeah, they argue and then they. This is like the weirdest thing. Is like oh, he's like. Um, yeah, after I injure you or whatever, you'll be able to afford a uh, child support. Child support. He's like, oh, well, you never made a minute. This is like some weird, some weird disses that they were doing back and forth. Yeah, well, like none of them, neither one of them made any sense. Seth Rollins was getting personal, and Riddle was being very, you know, high schoolish. Yeah, like like I put on Twitter, I was like, yeah, and they seem to be like, oh, your mom was so dumb, she takes her an hour to cook minute rice. He was on that level of distance. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't uh it wasn't as heated and pointed as uh Seth Rollins this as well, so that's for sure. Right. So uh yeah. So uh let's see, they argue and then whoever they argue or whose side guest referee Daniel Cormier will be on before Rollins reminds Riddle that he can't see it. Yeah, this was weird. They just go on and on. And all of a sudden, like live from the uh Live from the satellite, yeah. yeah. Cormier pops up on the screen and he says, <laughs> "He says he respects them both." That aside, he's calling it down the line. He's like a huge like self-reliance fanboy. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, because um, CM Punk, it was like a, a press a couple years ago, and he was like, this is really Seth Rollins number that you gave me. Let's <laughs> see, mm-hmm. in the in the back, Candice LeRae gets a pep talk from Oscar, Bianca, and Alexa. As they're talking, another QR code pops up. Yeah, this, this is what people were mentioning. That like it, it popped up during the segment, and it popped up on Alexa, I think. Mm-hmm. So Miz is on the phone and once guarantees that Dexter Loomis is out next week because it's his birthday celebration. So Loomis opens the door behind him, but Miz misses him. Oh, he'd also like to know where Tommaso Ciampa is because he hasn't been seen. And then they do this thing where like Loomis is going to grab him, but then an agent or someone backstage gets Miz's attention and he just misses him. Mm-hmm. This is really it's getting kind of campy, but I guess I guess they try to do that to tone down like any seriousness or something. Because you know they have to remind you that he's that Miz is, Miz is the heel, Loomis is the face, <laughs> so they gotta be a little silly now. Uh, Dakota Kai versus Candice LeRae. Uh, is Candice LeRae showing ring rust to you, or did she was she always this kind of just off? Uh, that's definitely ring rust. You know she's bad in that. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't really remember her being that great to begin with. I don't know. So uh, Kai goes up against. Oh, did you notice it? Like when Candice came out, they put Dakota's mm-hmm. um, the lower third on her. Yeah, somebody <laughs> in the truck. Somebody, somebody's gonna get fired. No, nah, I don't think they're gonna get fired. Who's gonna get put through the? But yeah, the, oh, Bucky Beaver's still out there. Oh my god. <laughs> So Kai goes up but gets caught with a German suplex for two. That's enough to draw EOS Kai up for a distraction, allowing Bailey to drop Larry right into Kai's roll up for the win. So yeah, Dakota Kai. Oh uh, yeah, Dakota Kai gets the victory there. Uh, Johnny Gargano runs in the Miz without cold on a case. Uh, Gargano pokes him on, on the side and Miz wakes up with a drawing of himself and Dexter Loomis on his chest. <laughs> Miz runs off. You see Johnny's like, oh Dexter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, he saw him, and then he turned around and looked, and then Dexter was gone. His son-in-law, you know. <laughs> uh, Bailey is excited to sign a contract with Bianca Belair tonight. It implies bad things are coming. And commentary not announces the passing of Antonio Inoki with a graphic. Did you guys talk about this on 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 the Friday on the Saturday show on the uh, SmackDown show? No, we don't talk about promo news and stuff on there. No, we did not do a SmackDown show on, so uh, oh. we can we can you can do we can expand in the Mo Meltzer segment. Okay, cool. Alrighty, so Otis versus Johnny Gargano. Yeah, they're calling Otis the tree trunk now, isn't that weird? They oh. call it. Oh boy. I thought we were so, leaving that vent shit in the past, but I guess some things still remain, huh? Right. So, yeah, so when this started, um, they did a Chad Gable reminded everyone that he was Braun Strowman's uh, coach at NXT. Mm-hmm. It also was his his first uh, match on the house show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically all the stuff that we didn't see. You know, WWE has the stuff in the archives, so they brought it back. They up. record everything. They do. Which is cool, but at the same time, it's like, whoa. Yeah, this, was, this was like back then because it was like Braun just came up out of nowhere. I mean, we saw him. He was a rosebud for a brief time, and then next thing you know, he was a part of. When I saw him as a rosebud, I thought he was Eugene, like for real. Right, exactly. 
like Eugene could grow some inches and get some muscle mass on him. Yeah, because he had the the big hair back then. Let's see. Okay, so the Vader bomb misses, so Gargano strikes away, setting up a DDT. The little super kid gets two on notice. Who rolls outside? So Gargano hits a big dive. Gargano pauses to beat up Theory, who is who is there. He was on uh, Otis and Gable's side. Followed by a tornado DT off the apron. Theory gets in a briefcase shot and a world's strongest slam. Gets the win for Otis. Mm, All right. Johnny Gargano losing so fast. <laughs> All right. All All right. right. Wow. I see him and Kane is both losing. So back fast. to back. Back to back, too. Right. Uh, Post match, the beating is on, but Brawny the Strowman runs in for the save. We <laughs> ring the bell for Strowman versus Gable, which is scheduled tonight. Braun Strowman versus Chad Gable. A cross arm breaker over the ropes is broken up with street power by Strowman. Gable goes for the eyes and a drop kick to the knee takes Strowman down again. Gable misses the moonsault. Strowman boots him in the face and hits the powerbomb for the pin. Right, what do we think of that? The main thing about this match was um, Chad Gable hitting the belly to back. Um, I mean, the belly to back suplex on Braun. Mm hmm. That was actually really good. Yeah. Chad Gable's a strong little SOB boy. He is. He have hernias one. Because that's no easy feat what he did. All right. So Bobby Lashley swears vengeance against Seth Rollins. Corey Graves is in the Corey Graves is in the ring to MC the contract signing between Bailey and Bianca. Bailey says that despite not having the rest of Damage Control out there, she is having a great day. <laughs> she signs and promises to make history on Saturday because the ladder is symbolic of her entire WWE career. Bailey has had to climb the ladder throughout her time in WWE, and at one point, she was Bianca. They even had the same ponytails. <laughs> uh, once upon a time, those Bianca Belair signs were Bailey signs, but then things changed. Uh, Belair finally cut, just cuts her off and just signs signs the contract as well, with the contract having a QR code on the back. Hmm. Right again. But Belair talks about how Bailey is showing the world the real her and how it took her a whole year to come up with a plan. Uh, you can plan on calling her champ after Extreme Rules, but Bailey points out the rest of Damage Control uh, being with her on Saturday, and she's like, "Oh yeah, we're supposed to go out to eat afterwards. Oh yeah, I wonder where they are." At this point, we see them both in the back beating up Asuka and Alexa Bliss, which is enough of a distraction for Bailey to get in a cheap shot. Belair fights her off and runs to the back where Asuka has a chair. Uh, yeah, she she put the, she got pilmanized. Mm-hmm. Right. The glaring, the glaring Bliss looking like Miss Girl <laughs> wants Eo Sky tonight. All right. Uh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, it's so sad that they did our girl Asuka like that. Well, someone said she's injured again. Mm. Well, anytime they, they do those spots like that, they really do be injured. Mm-hmm. So who knows? But I mean, I don't know. Okay, Angela Dawkins versus Solo Sokoa. Sami Zayn and Jay Uso get on the apron for a distraction slash argument, and Sokoa's super kick gets a very delayed too. Uh, back up, and Dawkins knocks Sokoa outside, where a big flip dive drops the entire bloodline. 
Sokoa uses the distraction to hit the spin wheel kick and spinning solo for the win. So, everybody drink. Distraction finish. <laughs> uh, your boy Dawkins out here. He had the jersey off. He was out here feeling himself. Mm-hmm. He then got himself in shape. He ready to show it off. But that, that was for you. And I showed you that, um, that clip from him um, training with Moose. At the, um, I guess they called it the dungeon or something like that. But to show you that he he is working, so you know. Well, you want him, you want him to be, you want him to be Marty Jannetty so bad. But Marty Jannetty so bad. So is Bianca going to be a Sherry Martel in that situation? Well, sure, you know who our sexy boy is. <laughs> right? <laughs> she will tell you. Uh, Austin Theory is happy with Otis and promises to take out Johnny Gargano on SmackDown. The banged up Chad Gable approves. Edge says that since he has come back, he has basically been Adam versus the veil of the character. As as, oh, he's been Adam as the veil of his character has been taken away. He was told that he could never wrestle again and it was not his choice. Now he has a decision to make and make his choice, but now he is 46 years old and this is taking his toll on his whole family. He didn't have a family before. Now his daughters can see how tough it is on him. That brings him to Judgment Day, who keeps coming back no matter how often he beats them. His back is against the wall and that makes him dangerous. You can ask Foley, Taker, and Horton what that means because he is coming out swinging. Finn Balor better be ready for war because Edge is. All right. Nice little promo. Alexa Bliss versus Eel Sky. The moonsault misses and Bliss hits a DDT. Twisted Bliss connects so Bailey distracts the referee drawing Belair over for the fight. Belair gets sent into the steps, but it's a big dive from Bliss to take them all down. Uh, back in and Sky runs Bliss over, sending up the moonsault for the pin. Uh, four uh, straight distraction finishes. Right. Don't y'all get too drunk out there. Yeah, Quang, that's a record, right? Quang got, Quang is a palm, palmasan over there. Man, he, I don't, he probably drinking something else since he didn't jump the broomstick. Yeah, he ain't got married. So, <laughs> yeah, he has some black label right now. Right. Already post match, the beatdown is on, but Oscar with a Kindle stick limps down for the failsafe attempt. The letter is brought in and crushed around Bliss's ribs, and the long beatdown is on. Damage control climbs the ladder and poses with the titles. So yeah, it's on. Yep. Well, they're doing a great job. I like the way that Extreme Rules is going to lead into War Games. So just setting it up slowly for this faction warfare to happen. Um. Real quick, now a few yeah. things. Yeah. So first, they it was supposed to have been. Um, the um, Finn um, AJ match that was closing the show, but they made the switch to um, EO and um, Alexa Bliss. It, are you mad? No, I was just, I was just saying, I was That's like, interesting. Was, yeah, it, I wonder why they uh, wonder why they switched. Don't know why, but that was just the, the word. And then also, um, the for the dark match. Seth comes out and says that um, 
Jack Tunney Jr. left the left the restriction of um him and Riddle not being able to touch each other. Who is Jack Tunney Jr. supposed to be? I, I really don't know. That probably Adam Pierce. <laughs> oh yeah, Adam maybe. Pierce. Oh, wow. <laughs> they said that they, they, they took it off. They took it off in the next um Slay so was out. They they battled um for like a good 10, 15, like 10 minutes or so. Okay. Oh, I like that, Jack Tunney Jr. Yeah, that was wild. I saw that is hilarious. He said Jack Tunney Jr. lifted. I was like, this guy definitely, definitely taking it old school with that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was good. All right. Um, other thoughts on this? Uh, Monday Night Raw go home show. Hmm. Um, it was a cool. I mean, it was cool for um for what it was. I mean, you know, go home shows. You expect a little bit more substance, and I'm guessing that Bailey had to get her had to show that she was had to end the show with how it was. You know, because she ain't winning that title on Saturday. No matter how much. <laughs> All right, Sam. Yep. Hey, I got. No, I got nothing. <laughs> you got nothing. <laughs> I just. I'm just curious to see what they do with Loomis. Or, I mean, he hasn't even spoken. He hasn't said a word. So we don't know why he's targeting. Targeting old Miz. Well, you know, he's the strong, silent type. Right. You think they'll bring back the way minus uh, theory? So Johnny is definitely wanting Indy to be up there as well, too. Right. Yes. You know he want his daughter up there. Right. Of course. <laughs> Although I really didn't, I didn't really didn't care for the whole uh, at home with the. Uh, at home with the Garganos, I didn't really didn't like those. Videos. Oh, that was great! Don't, don't do that. You like that? I didn't, didn't care that for was great. That. that was great NXT television. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> uh, of NXT television, had a new, 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 new style today. New look, but. We'll save that. Uh, the graphic is new. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. I, mean, the, yeah, I mean, the, the, graphic, the graphic is new. If you look on Twitter, the little thing next to it, that's 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 finally matching the, the new logo and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a huge a huge change, but you know, it's noticeable. I mean it, it has been the same ever since they stopped getting indie people and just started getting brand new folks. Oh, you know, because it's it's, not, it's, not, it's never going to be what it was. If, Sean, as long as they going still... back to that, gonna try oh really? To, yeah, he said they're going to cool. try to get more of a mix. I mean, it was that was at full sale. It was definitely intimate. It was a just a great, just a, a show that you could just watch. You can get some good wrestling. You know. It was more wrestling, less sports entertainment. You know, right. have a have Regal's voice as like an AI. You know, instead of actually having the actual Regal, <laughs> he probably was trying like to a, a Regal soundboard or something. You know, War Games. Um, I'm pretty sure that uh, Tony Khan at this point would be like, 
No, we will put the Warriors on you, sir. Also, well, if they use clips that they already own, see, that's true. Because think about it, they when they were showing the DX clips for next week, they made sure not to oh, show yeah. no Billy Guy. <laughs> and I, I read somewhere they're like they're already preparing for. Oh yeah! Kids. Oh, I'm sure Brooklyn is definitely going to be um, either Daddy Ass or Scissor Me Daddy. They they gotta be ready. And I'm sure when they come out, they're gonna say, you know, somebody else that they're gonna make a little joke at them at their expense. I mean, they let Billy Gunn go to the um to the um Hall of Fame, and that's when you know Triple H said that whole um Vince gonna buy your piss and that piss and company and fire you again. <laughs> <laughs> I like the last time they had a reunion, they were like, Wait, didn't there need to be more of us? That's what he's yeah, that's what he said. And the next thing you know. They show all the everybody on Twitter is like, oh man, you um they ain't got no 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 Billy Gunn. I want to see Daddy ass. I, was like, I guess. You think I mean, 20... Billy Gunn is definitely is definitely seeing the resurgence in his career. Right. Do you think Tony Connell let, finally let Paige have her submission sorority? No. They can't, do that. they can't do that. But who but who would but who would be in it? Because who who what women do they have? It's actually wrestling. Mm. Crickets. Crickets. crickets, crickets. <laughs> well, you had Thunder Rosa, but I mean, I saw what happened there. Yeah, unfortunately, Thunder Rosa. Uh, hopefully, she'll be back soon. Like, real soon. Yeah, Serena Deep, she could be, she could be in it. She could be in the little oh, faction. Oh, yeah, the professor. And it's interesting how things really, really, really cooled off with Britt Baker like a year and a half ago. She was like, right. like the hot prospect or whatever. Not even a prospect, but just like the it, the it uh, woman in wrestling. Where like WWE was trying to get her. But now it's just like, eh. Well, that's, I think, has to do with the lack of direction in the women's division in AEW. The booking of it, the lack of stories, the lack of more like all they do is wrestle one match or have like an interview segment where somebody gets interrupted. They don't ever have no real, no vignettes, no video packages, hardly. So, you know, they don't give the women's division a, enough they attention don't. for it to even be viable, dude. Oh, I guess they, they let little, what, 9, 9, 25 to 9, 30 slot. Yeah, now it's about mm-hmm. 9, 19. To about nine thirty. If you see them, if you see them more early, that's because they got something going on in the main event, and they got to get the women on early. Mm-hmm. But it's only one women's thing. It's never like how yeah, exactly. It's, it's never like it, no. NXT has it spaced out where you get like three or four women's segment in the same two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's just a, it's just a a, a very. Um, uh, so it's a tough approach that they're using to try to keep women over. Uh, they come in, they've got people that have a lot of talent, people are excited for, but they just haven't booked them in a way to to make them pop out, stand out. So we can only hope that uh, Paige is going to come in and do some stuff behind the scenes, maybe as far as maybe running the women's division or something. They got to, like you said, Sam, explain what the hell she's there for. 
And then maybe once they do that, we'll see a, a change. But it's been three years, and if anything, the women's division has gotten worse in its booking and in its direction. So we're not looking forward to too much changing around too soon. So we just have Marina Shafir run the promo classes. <laughs> that, yeah. man they would that that really got just destroyed online it was just so funny like look at just look at the youtube videos they're just hilarious all right mr mo to the underscore reese at this point sir we're gonna turn it over to you for the news and notes and the mo Meltzer news segment oh news and notes um so as you so if you watch smackdown um on friday um it's going to be maxine mons and my say whatever my I say going forward because LA Knight said he is done with the well Max Dupree is done with maximum male models. Yeah. Finally. Right. And now, you know, he's it could be he's going back to his old LA Knight gimmick. Let me talk to you. Don still wants the shirt. Still need the shirt, baby. I, you know what? Like, I didn't really care for him in TNA. It wasn't until he went to NWA that I was really right. Like, exactly. I like this dude. He like, came he out. He really had a resurgence there. Mm-hmm. He, he definitely did. He comes up on on um, Takeover and starts, you know, trash talking. Um, Wade, um, the other guy from Boston Sports, and um, little short Jewish guy. With the round head, you gotta be more specific. Reminds me, he reminds me of dude from um, Family Guy. He reminds me of one of them characters from Family Guy. You talking about Sam? What's his name? Or yeah, Sam, yeah, Sam, Sam, um, that Sam guy. Yeah, I, I, I got nothing. Sorry. No, I was just saying when Ellie Knight made his his um, he made his debut. He came up on the um the pre-show. Mm-hmm. Told my he was going um. Make way, come out for time and walk him right back. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he said he's listed. So they say he's listed as um, LA Knight on the internal roster. So, um, that's good. Yeah, it's good for him. Um, Brandy Rhodes worked matches at the PC, but she hasn't signed a contract. They still say that Warner Discovery is in contact with her. So, um, to do what? I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, everybody sending out feelings. WWE sending out feelings saying, hey, y'all happy over there? Is you happy? <laughs> they ran back saying, Tony, they sending out feelings. <laughs> they trying to steal us away from you. But, um, yeah. Uh, Raquel you, Rodriguez. You, you remember the jokes that we all used to say about, like, when, like, WWE guys would go to TNA and they'd be, like, a, a weird version of their name? Right, like oh, so where's Donzo going here to impact zone? Like, Amanda Flowers in the in the rampage zone, you know, for Mandy Rose. Yeah. Um, 
Raquel Rodriguez wants the WWE to introduce a women's mid card title. They can't even book the damn tag team titles worth a damn. <sighs> too many belts. Too many belts. Too many belts. Uh, Miro, he made his CBS debut on East New York. I'm going to probably check that out to see what that was about. And I said, if you ever been in East New York, that's like that's like a part of Brooklyn that even I wouldn't even want to walk through. <laughs> oh, well, like Crown Heights, there? No, it's definitely, it's definitely, like if you ever like the stereo, the stereo, um, typical how New York is like, how they portray them on TV. That's East. That was East New York. You know, that that's East New York. They might have gentrified it a little bit, but. East New York was definitely not one of those like places in Brooklyn you wanted to walk through. <laughs> yeah, because like I've been to Crown Heights and it's like, well, okay, I need to get away from here. The East New York is definitely, but like I say they they, they gentrified a lot of them areas, so they might not be that tough no more. Um, so if you heard um Wade um Barrett say that Vic Joseph um was stuck with um was detained by immigration, it was actually because um Vic. Joseph and Mackenzie Mitchell got married over the weekend in Italy. Oh, damn. <laughs> I should be more happy for Vic Joseph. What? So why did they get the team? Because of the name? No, no, no. He was, he was just basically making a joke, but Vic and... Um, oh, they were saying that they were detained. Okay. He, he was saying that Vic Joseph was detained by um, immigration. That's what he said at the beginning of the show, but it's just all in reality. Those two got married. Oh, okay. Uh, Dan Lambert um says he has. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, he said he hasn't been on AEW. He said that um, you know, everybody's doing their own thing. Ethan Page is being repackaged. Scorpio Sky got a knee injury. He's nursing, and he doesn't want to run the risk of being stale. So yeah, the only he, smart one on AEW. Right. <laughs> so he said he told Tony he was just like, I'm gonna just take a step back and just. You know, if we, if we have any ideas, you know, run them past me and whatnot. Mm, okay. Um, another, another heartbreak for you, Dawn. Alicia Fox is getting married. That's more classic. No, that's not. classic. Yeah, that's classic, girl. Well, speaking of classics, congratulations to him. What he got going on? What I miss? Hold on. Let me before I even say that. Let me just make see something first. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just see. Let me just let me just see something first. Because if if it's on if it's on Twitter, I'll say something. But if it's not, then um, I'll just say congratulations to him. <laughs> but anyway, um, um, next up, um, Shane Helms is going to be training Logan Paul ahead of Crown Jewel. The Hurricane. Yep. Right, so Hurricane, it's see, you gonna put it out there. So if Logan Paul fuck up, everybody know who to blame. <laughs> um, who else? Just uh, like a Spanky and your girl Eva Marie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Eva Marie's not that bad. Y'all just wanted to be bad. Oh, here he go. Always, hey, I, I just don't understand to... how you how you regress, how you go. She did great in her WrestleMania appearance, and then she just got progressively worse. 
Thought has no comment. Of course not, because he's going to say. I thought that was just a declaration. I didn't know it was a, uh, to be commented on, sir. No. But yeah, it's okay. I mean, I'm still a fan. <laughs> okay, so um, I'll say I'll talk about the shout outs. Okay. I'll talk about the shout outs. Um, <laughs> he, he mentioned something about um, he said he said he mentioned something about Alicia Fox getting gay. <laughs> uh, good shit, good shit. Um, anyway, uh, so they said the person behind the right rabbit QR is Rob Fee, who is WWE's director of longtime creative. Who the hell is that? He's a new guy, he got hired not too long ago. Okay. Well, he's got everybody on their shit. Because people are digging deep. And they are giving saw, them they're giving them the dip to go find it too. I saw the I saw like a eighteen minute dip dive deep dive on uh, YouTube. Yeah, I was I was totally confused afterwards. <laughs> like they went really deep into into it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to be um there's a lot to be, uh, you know, to look at when it comes to uh, to the things. <laughs> the wrestling uh, fans have been definitely uh, going after it too. Exactly. Um. So let's talk about main event this oh, week. What we got? Are you ready for this, Dawn? Okay, who we got? Who we got? <laughs> Brooke, Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs versus R-Truth and Shelton Benjamin. Fallon Henley versus Dana Brooke. For the 24-7 title? Uh, no. Title. Fallon <laughs> Henley versus uh, Dana Brooke? I'll go for that. The first one? Nah, not so much. Hey, you want to see um, Jensen and Briggs? The Air Punch Boys as a Air Punch Boys. Fallon Henley reminds me of like a 2022 version of Lydia. Nah, she does, man. That's a little hardcore country, man. That's a little. That's a little Mickey James. Uh, she definitely reminds me of Lydia. Um, Lydia. You think so? I, 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 I get those vibes from her. Okay. And on level up, it's Indy Hartwell versus Sloan Jacobs. Miles Bourne versus Guru Raj, and again, Fallon Henley and Soul Ruka versus Ariana Grace and Kiana James. Oh, yeah, I'm all for that. I'm sure you are. <laughs> That's some good NXT right there. The Soul Ruka girl, she's gonna have to grow on me a little bit. Don's yeah. over here handing out five stars. All right, so the main, um, as uh, Sam. Um, alluded to early in the raw cast, uh, Antonio Inoki passed away over the weekend. Um, if you are a, you know, you watch wrestling, um, if you've heard his name pop up in like, you talk about the old school, like 
definitely the, the, the old school. He has his battles with Muhammad Ali. And uh, they even recognized that he won the WWE championship. Even at the years, they, they, they wasn't recognized that he won it, but Corey Graves put him over as winning the title. Um, but they didn't recognize the reign or whatnot. So mm-hmm. um, he went on the. He um, founded uh, New Japan Wrestling. And if y'all want to take it from here, because I know y'all probably know a lot more about him. I honestly don't know. I just know a very, very little pat. It's a passing of, of uh, about him. I think Don is the expert here. Oh uh, well, not really on Anoki. Just that he was um, him and Giant Baba basically started out together uh, in the same. They were trained by Ricky uh, Ricky Dozan, the godfather of Japanese professional wrestling, and then they kind of split out. Uh, on their own for a little bit and Giant Baba was like huge right out the gate and Inoki kind of wasn't. Then they came back, became a tag team and they both were huge and then they split up and made rival companies and uh, they basically had promotional war for, you know, 15 years. um, All Japan, New Japan and with eventually just through his promotion and his own personal booking Anoki kind of won out because Baba realized that, oh, these young guys are coming up. I can just promote them and get out of the way. But Anoki was always kind of in the mix, you know what I'm saying? So, um, so he was, you know, that's what made him so influential, um, just because he was, uh, always integrating, uh, the different martial arts in with the wrestling and trying to show that the wrestling was a superior, art form of fighting and they did a lot of stuff with pride and he had a lot of new japan guys actually compete in uh, mixed martial arts a lot of them lost but it still kind of developed and shaped what ufc and modern mma is and uh yeah he was just a forefront of that and uh yeah huge popular like beyond belief in japan just because you gotta figure it's kind of like if wrestling never moved to cable and instead of it being local, it was on ABC for 30 years in a row. And the same guy was like on there, like, you know, like if Ric Flair had a run, but he was on CBS for 10 years in a row, he'd be, you know, super popular in the whole country, not just in, you know, a pocket here, a pocket there. Like wrestling. Well, Loki was also like in the politics, like yeah. politics and stuff. Yeah, he was, but but because he was so popular through his wrestling, he was in movies. Um, yeah, so yeah, he just, just crazy, crazy, crazy popular. Anything else, Bob? Um. Oh yeah. So earlier today, um, it was some back and forth going on this morning. Um, it was some words going between. Andrade and Sammy Garrar, they had a little back and forth. Andrade did an interview where he was saying that he had the only problem he had, first he had heat with was Ricky Starks, and Ricky Starks basically said that he was hitting them too hard, and he was saying, like, it's wrestling. If I hit you hard, you hit me hard back. He was saying, like, I think he said, um, he said Sammy came in and said he was 
he was acting like a girl or something like who, who, that. Now, who was this? Who, who who was talking to Ricky Starks in the beginning? I'm sorry. No, I said Andrade. Okay, had Andrade issues. said he had issues with. Okay, I got you. Sammy Guevara. Yeah, because he was hit like one. Yeah, and he was just saying like, if you go on, he said if it's wrestling, just hit me back hard. That's what Sammy said. No, that's what Andrade said. Okay, gotcha. If I hit you hard, yeah, you come back and just hit me hard. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um. And then for what? Um. Just you know, it was something. Next thing you know, it was something about it was something said about um he posted a it was a um a tweet that like, I almost forgot to delete it or not, but Sammy said um you're a jobber, um a favor hire, be fate, be grateful, bitch. Mm-hmm. He said the only reason he's in he's there is because of Ric Flair or something. Yeah, he was like yeah, he said that's what he would say. Yeah, he did say that. He said you um no he then um they was just basically going back and forth. Hold on. I can pull up a tweet. Yeah, he's like, go back to WWE or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go back to WWE like you want to. So I like, put it he said, put it in like small letters. So Andre said, I said it to your face if you had a problem with me and you said nothing, I won't beat your ass because I'm a professional. Don't be scared. When I say something, I name names, and I'm not scared to get fired. And he said, hashtag Sammy. And then Sammy said, you didn't say shit to me, you liar. But here's some truth, you ungrateful prick. You would be jobless if it wasn't for your dad-in-law. Are you really mad at me or mad at yourself for failing to get over for a second time? Just go back to WWE like we all know you want to and fuck off. Mm. And that's when Sammy Sammy, um, Andrade said... um, he said, I'll see you Wednesday. He came back and said, I'll see you Wednesday. Hmm. Somebody said, like they're going to get slapped in the mouth tomorrow. Well, that, that, that's, what, that's what the Twitter fingers will get you. <laughs> man, see, that's Ricky Stark. We better chill out, man. And then Ricky Stark's tweeted this in the lead that he said, can my man, can my coworker shut the fuck up for a minute? <laughs> oh boy. Ricky starts this man, AEW is off the rails backstage right now. They got all kinds of beef and infighting and just uh yeah, they Tony need to book that match though. Lights out, non-sanctioned shoot match. Andrade versus Sammy. But it's like everything's pointing back to Sammy, though. Everybody's like, it's it's pointing back to him. And he said he's real protected backstage. Yeah, he's running with Jericho. Jericho basically is the facto man in charge. Second in command to Tony right now because everybody else got suspended. Right. So Andrade, so Andrade had responded. He says, okay, I'm a liar. See you on Wednesday. And I'll tell you to your face again. And nothing you say that you do do not have any problem. I don't know what he was trying to say in that last part, but Tony better do something. He better make, get some business off of this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
right here for them. Got to sometimes take that real life and see if they can make it work professionally. Sounds like, you know, some real life stuff always is what the fans really want to know about, you know? Yeah. Is, is Sammy unprofessional because he don't know no better, or is Sammy unprofessional because he knows he can get away with it? What you think? I think it's mainly because he can get away with it, because when... He, when he said the shit about Eddie and Eddie confronted him, you see who got suspended from AEW for, you know, the whole thing. Right. It was Eddie. Right, right. Good point. Good point. I used to think it was because he's young, but then I looked it up. That dude's 27. Nine. Like, I thought he was like 22 or something. He's like damn near 30. We'll see what happens. Also, uh, Ruby Soho, um, she says she finally, after months since breaking her nose at all outs, the countdown begins to so she can breathe again. So, was she Tony Braxton? <laughs> Good one. She probably got that joint shattered then. I might have had to reconstruct it. Seems like every week someone's getting injured over there. It's the, yeah, it's the nature of their style, man. Yep. Yeah, everybody's doing dives. Everybody's doing planches. Everybody's doing risky shit, except for MJF. He said, damn that. He knows. Yeah, MJF reminds me of Steve Carino from ECW when everybody else was doing all the fucking most ridiculous thing they could do here Steve Carino talking about old school keep the batch in the ring <laughs> Steve Carino man that dude he was smart because like he was like the he was like that one dude who like WCW signed him he was like nope I'm going underground see y'all later everybody else was begging for screen time nope not Steve he was like I'm at home chilling making this money screw y'all right yeah he had the, he had the best hustle down there So they were talking about um, about so Tony Khan was mentioned about why Paul because anybody kept wondering why Paul White hasn't really been hasn't really wrestled since coming to AEW, and so Tony Khan said that he's unfortunately been hurt, but he does a lot of great on commentary, so that's what he's using them at. Yeah, did he do commentary on Dark? Yeah. But, um, yes, yeah, so that's all I got um, for the, the news and other shenanigans that was going on. <laughs> shenanigans. Sam, you got anything extra? I have absolutely nothing. That you're in? All right. Uh, just looking at some stuff. Uh, I I noticed I was looking at I was looking at Peacock the other day, and I just noticed that they have. Because they have progress and like XCW and stuff like that on there. I did not know they did all that. Oh, they've been handed on there. Yeah, I had no clue. I was like, I'm not going to watch any of it, but it's just nice to say. 
He's saying, "Oh, I'm not gonna watch it, but it's just on there." Like maybe, maybe I'll watch a Piper Niven match or something, but that's it. Uh, <laughs> I did peep the uh, the WWE 24 that they did for the Royal Rumble. That was pretty good. Other than that, really not much. I was looking at like some old WCWs, some old Nitros. That show was a mess. <laughs> I might go back and start watching some old Worldwides. That's that's not on there, is it? Because after a while, that show became like a recap show. The show really did, but I think they do have like some old stuff on it. I remember uh, the joke that we used to have like in '98 or '99. We we're saying that like Worldwide was so behind. The last week on Worldwide, um, the, the NWO revealed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one I want to see is uh, Nats, uh Prime, WCW Prime. That's the one I want to watch. Mm. And then uh, Saturday night when... Exactly. It, the, the only Saturday night they have is 92 and 93. Like, I know they did some later stuff. It's like, yeah, like... They had so many shows. They had um, the Power Hour. They had main program, event. main event, Saturday worldwide, night, worldwide. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, like I know last week on the Dog Match, I was talking about the old shows they had, and I was like, "They." I, I came with a tail end. Like I told, like I told previously, it was like we used to get like DC channels over the air. Up here, so channel fifty, we could watch. You could watch like WCW, like Pro and Worldwide. If you missed it on the weekend, um, you can watch AWA, um, World Class Championship Wrestling. That was like the, it was like Monday through Thursday, I believe. At six, six o'clock. Did y'all get ECW TV? Nah, because we, 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 we will get it late at night. The only time we got ECW was when it was with the TNN. TNN, no, uh, I saw I saw ECW TV like ooh, it had to be like at 10, 11 at night on a Friday night. Right. That's the only time they would show it here because like it's a pretty conservative state. You know, they're not going to show people getting bloodied up in the middle of the day. They're not. that point just want to remind everybody to join us this saturday night use the hashtag extremecast to share your commentary with color with us on extreme rules let us know who you got uh we'll put out a twitter poll so you guys can give us your choices on who you think is going to come out victorious uh anybody think about doing DraftKings? feel that confident in yourself sam mo i'll probably do it I had no idea that was a thing until, like, I, I know uh, Jerome was talking about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I could really clean up on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get you some of that DraftKings money. DraftKings paid me a dollar because I knew a little something about NASCAR this week. But, uh, yeah, so. What was up with, oh, just, this is, like, really, really just completely off the, <laughs> off topic. But, like, I was noticing something about, like, some pit crew guy got fired or uh, suspended or something for going out onto the, onto the. Onto the uh, were they fighting the track. last week? No, uh, this dude went off on the track to, to, to get a tire that if that it fell into the track, yeah, yeah. The uh, what happens is uh, if your tire, if your wheel, if you have a loose wheel and your wheel comes off your car, uh, what happens is your crew chief 
your Jackman and the tire changer all get suspended for the next race. Oh, because they didn't do their job. Yeah, it's a penalty. Uh, okay, I thought it was because he went out on the track or something. No, okay. no, 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 no. You can go out and try to retrieve the, the, the tire if need be. As long as there's, like, nobody going around the track at 175 miles an hour. Um, it's because of, like, safety and stuff, like, because you're being careless because you're, you're not doing your job properly. Right. right. Okay. So, yeah, so that's how it works. And then, uh, I don't know if y'all saw it, um, uh, Miss Jupiter Ju- Jupiter Julep alerted me to it that uh, these dudes were cheating at the fishing tournament. They were putting... Uh, the lead weight. Oh, they were putting the weights inside yeah. inside the fish. We ain't heard about that. That's <laughs> uh, dastardly as hell. It's pretty smart until you get caught. Right, exactly. So you're like, damn, why is this fish making so much noise when I pick it up? <laughs> uh, sounds like a rattle trap. But anyway, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, Sam, I'll start with you, buddy, for your shout outs and thank yous. Uh, shout out to you guys, of course. Shout out to Classic out there in the uh, in the ether out there. Uh, shout out to everybody on Twitter. Uh, shout out, uh, check out everybody. Check out Hollow Queen's uh, uh, Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash Hollow Queen. Uh, you can check out my Twitter to see how you spell that. And uh, check out my Twitch at Twitch. Uh, I well, I I play games on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Reckless Mage. That's with the R, mm-hmm. not a W, folks. Yes. Teach, you gotta teach them how to spell it, man. Like, you gotta teach them how to do it. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> well, it's also my Twitter handle, so you can check it out there. All right, Mr. Mo to the underscore research. Your shout outs and thank yous. Shout out to you, Sam and Dawn. Shout out to Miss Jane, Sammy. Um, shout out to and Wall, Punk Ass, and Terry's Boy. A uh, shout out to our Spaces crew holding it down. A uh, shout out to Greg and Dean Mel because Mel always gets shutouts. A uh, shout out to Classic, who basically I was alluding to. Uh, Classic uh, proposed to his girlfriend. Congrats. He's going to be next up getting married. Um, so congrats to those two, him and um, Ash. Um, shout out to Jupiter Julep. Um, finally going to be meeting her um, soon. You're going to do a live show? No, no, no. She's doing something for um, Black Panther. Oh, and, okay, she, okay. and she invited me, so I said I'm definitely going to go because okay, I yeah. her and um, Lady A. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh and shout yeah, shout out to all of us talking about um how we will be a black black um Wakanda forever crying, you know, during that funeral scene. <laughs> We're gonna be some balling folks in that in that theater. That's it. Only, yeah, that's about it. Right. The only the only time I cried in the Marvel on the Marvel one was um when Tony died at the end of Endgame. That was because my mother passed away, so I was like still dealing with emotions and things like that. So the only time they got me is when um, uh, Yondu died in Guardians Two. Oh yeah, because they started playing that uh, that uh, Cat Stevens song, and I was like, okay, I'm I'm out. 
<laughs> well, shout out to both uh, Sam, uh, excuse me, Sam and Mo to the underscore reach. Shout out to Greg. Shout out to Classic. Congratulations, sir. Congratulations to Quantum Social R as well. Uh, shout out to Miss J to the Max and Miss Simi. Uh, shout out to Miss Didi Jeanne, the landlord. Uh, shout out to everybody who's down with the CSPN. Shout out to Dwayne who helps me over on Know the Score. Check out Know the Score. Uh, we're reviewing the weeks in football. Hadn't been a, what Seth Rollins say, I hate football. Yeah, that's yep. me. That's me right now. Uh, last couple of weeks. Um, shout out to all the guys over the Comic Book Chronicles. Shout out to everybody who follows us and participates in the Twitter spaces. Shout out to Black Howling. Black Marvel and uh, Kyle Wren uh, for helping running the spaces. Uh, shout out to all the ladies of the glow, gorgeous ladies of the WrestleCast. Definitely appreciate y'all. Uh, sh- shout out to everybody who is a patron over at the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Please become a patron. Support the podcast. Get the extra content. That's where you can find me and Miss Simi reviewing AEW. That's where you can hear more conversations between me and Sam and Mo. Uh, so please check out the dark match uh, over there on our Patreon page. Support the regular page by going to cspn.us. Click on the tab that says keep our podcast free. Do your shopping through Amazon. It's getting close to Christmas time. People are doing early Christmas shopping. You can do that through CSPN and Amazon and help support the podcast and keep the shows free. And like I said before, use the hashtag ExtremeCast this weekend to share your commentary with color this Saturday on Extreme Rules live from Philadelphia. And uh, we'll be expecting some surprises and shenanigans. And it should be a pretty fun show. So I'm looking forward to uh, all the commentary with color that you guys are going to provide on Saturday evening. So for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, for our Rawcast correspondent, Mr. Samuel Kalunga, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. More or less, the veil of character has been dropped, and I've been pretty transparent since I've come back. At 37 years old, I was told that I had to retire. Forced to retire, I had no choice. Until I decided to make it a choice. Because I can't quit. The lousy part is, by the time that choice became a reality, I was 46, and it was difficult. And it's progressively become more and more difficult. Now, I'm not looking for sympathy. It's my choice. This is my freaking dream gig. I love this. What's become uh, harder is the fact that it's not just taking a toll on me now, it's taking a toll on my entire family. And I didn't have this family before. It's harder to hide it from the girls when they can hear me coming down the stairs like a symphony of bones cracking or getting up in the morning. But maybe even more difficult is seeing the, um, the doubt or maybe even the fear in Beth's eyes because, you know, she wants her husband to come out of this hole and I think she's afraid that that ship has already sailed. And maybe I'm insane. 
maybe I'm, I'm too selfish, maybe I'm too damn stubborn, but those are all things that you need in order to succeed at the level that I've succeeded in this business. I, I can't apologize for that. But it brings me to Judgment Day. I gotta give them credit. They've made it more difficult. No matter how many times I beat them, they always come back. They always pick me apart, knock me down. And it's harder and harder to put the pieces back together to come back. But I do. And I understand that Ray wants to distance himself from this because of Don Paguetta. And it's my fault the Judgment Day even exists. So I know what I have to do when my back's against the wall. You can ask Foley, you can ask Taker, you can ask Cena, you can ask Gordon. I come out swinging or headbutting or whatever the hell else I have to do. I have to be a one-man gang. So Finn, in an I Quit match at Extreme Rules, you are facing something and someone that you have never faced before, and you can't hurt me enough. All four of you can't hurt me enough to make me say I quit. You cannot physically hurt me enough to make me say I quit. I hope you're all ready for a war. Because I damn sure.